Hey, distinctive agents and staff, Shannon here, and I'm super excited to be here with Trisha Whittington, who just recently got back from Rachel Hollis's RISE conference. So I convinced her to sit down and talk to me about that a little bit. <laughs> If you guys don't know who Rachel Hollis is, uh, you might be living under a rock, but she's the author of two amazing books, Girl, Wash Your Face and Girl, Stop Apologizing. So Trisha, tell us a little bit about what the RISE conference actually is. Sure, so Rachel Hollis um, three years ago had the inspiration that she wanted to just encourage women to embrace who they are, embrace their past, their present, their future, and achieve the goals that they want to and that by using kind of their life as their jumping point. So three years ago she hosted this conference and she had 250 women that came and were inspired and learned from her and then she had last year um, 800. So she did a documentary on that and it was awesome. It was in a local theater so I went with some friends and one of my friends who literally is a friend of mine from high school, she's three years younger, she's actually one of my sister's really good friends. She came with us, um, she wanted to be part of it, and yeah. then when tickets went on sale for the next RISE conference, she texted me and said, we should go, let's figure out how to do this. And my first reaction was literally like, I can't do that. I mean, I felt like the energy coming up in my stomach, the idea of leaving my kids, my husband's like, how am I gonna do that? And so because that was my reaction, it was like doing exactly what Rachel said, I'm like, I've gotta carve the time out. I'm gonna do what I need to do to attend. And so yeah. I told her, let's go. Tickets came on sale, and it was kind of one of those when they came on sale, the computer crashed, and I had, so I texted my friend, I'm like, I can't get the tickets, I have to go. She ended up getting them, like, two hours later, she texted me, she's like, look what I got. So we oh, got the God. tickets, and off we went. So. so tell me about that mindset flip, too, where you right. went from, I absolutely not, I can't mm -hmm. go. I've got these little kids, which we all um, can relate to, right. and I work full time, and have a husband, and yeah. From reading her book, and what I love is she comes from a place of authenticity. Cause it's like we're all, we look like we have it together on social media. Pictures are beautiful. Kids yeah. are smiling. And really behind the scenes, probably five minutes before that, everyone was crying, throwing a fits. Okay. And we barely pulled it together to grab whatever that shot was. You share the good, yeah. right? But you don't always share the bad. So it was like, I know working in full-time real estate, doing the development of the sub or buildings that we're building right now for homes. And... Yeah. Then with just, you know, two little ones that are under the age of four. And then my husband, it was like, how am I going to do it? And it was one of those, I haven't done anything since I've had my children where I've just focused on myself, including, you know, the gym. We had to do IVF to have babies. So, so I ended up just saying, that's it. You're, you've got to do something for yourself because emotionally and mentally, I was just at this point where right. I was kind of at my wit's end would be a good way of putting it that I just wasn't taking care of me a hundred percent it's so important but yet we as moms mm -hmm. and wives and and uh, uh, working women definitely put you know think we need to take care of everyone else first and often forget how important it is to pour into ourselves. so yeah. actually tell I, me first about your husband what sure. were his thoughts before you were going sure so we a couple months leading up to it we were at his mom's house and she says, you know, he's telling her, well, I'm going to come back because Trisha has to go to some stupid conference. And uh, I like, you know, the eyes, the everything. So right. later that day, I was like, what are you talking about? Stupid your conference. Your golf yeah. tournament's super important. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you, I am, it's not stupid. I'm like, that's me saying when you go to your coaching conference, 
that that's stupid because yeah there's fun involved in it whatever it was so it was him you know kind of realizing like okay I have to this isn't stupid to her yeah it's important to her so I need to realize that and so um by the time I went he was you know I still was a little bit grumpy here and there about it but he did so great with our girls and he took them up and they spent time with his family just the three of them which was you know nice to not just have it's nice to have that alone time for him and right his family and my children so but he really by the end he was supportive of it and yeah. I'll tell you more about that as we talk about it but so exactly. so you go to the conference so while you're there so it's mm -hmm. two full days two full days we stayed in Dallas actually the morning we got up to leave to the conference we'd rented a car we we're gonna drive down we take off we pull out and the back window of our rental car just like caves in no. someone had chucked a rock right through the back we didn't notice it until we're driving and it's caving in. So, you know, we flip around, we go in, we don't know what to do. We don't have time. We just need you to get us another rental car. We'll come and talk to you about expense, whatever's going on here later. But we got to go. So, get the idea. Yeah, it was one of those moments where it's like we could have totally let it dictate how we felt, our emotions going in. It was like, nope, we, we have a timeline. We got to get there. And yeah. we need to, we're ready and excited. So we didn't let that. So, Slow okay. us down. so you had a computer crash when you're trying to buy tickets. Yes. That's something that sold out. And I think Reggie's saying um, 800 last year, and this yeah. year she did two conferences. She did two conferences. That were 10,000. Yeah, 7,500 at ours, and then she added another one because that one sold out so quick to 2,500. So she went from 800 women to 10,000 women. I mean, when you went in there, it was insane. I mean, the line wrapping around the building to get in, it was kind of one of those like, wow, this is a lot. Of people here that are all like coming here hoping for something that they're going to take away that's right. going to just inspire them whether they were stay-at-home moms or business owners or whatever it was you yeah. had everything so it was just it was a really almost emotional just to see all these women there that many women yeah. willing to pour into themselves yeah and so tell me a little bit then about what you went you discovered sure so she does like a two it's two parts to the conference now her conference in the future will be a three-part because she had like an optional day that we didn't do because we went shopping but <laughs> <laughs> um it's about the first day is about embracing your past and I mean that day is so emotional because you literally she has a form and it's things that people have gone through like I'm an emotional eater I um I've been raped I've been you know I'm an I drink too much, whatever it might be. I mean, it literally had every box on there that could be checked. So you would check the box that applied to you. Um, you know, the truth that you don't like to admit to yourself. Yeah. And then you fold it up and then you pass it to someone next to you and then they pass it and they pass it. You pass it about 10 times so you don't know where this where piece of paper is. And then they ask you to open it up and then they ask you, they read those items. And if you have a box that's been checked on yours, you stand up for your sister. And I mean, it was mm. insane watching, you know, what people have gone through from rape and alcoholism to, I mean, right. it was just. And going from a place of shame about mm -hmm. all of the boxes you checked to such right. a place of compassion, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. Completely different because, you know, you don't judge anyone else as harshly as you judge yourself. Right. And then after that was done, you take those in and you pass them to the front and then they're all just thrown over because you know you're getting rid of your past so you can right. or you're acknowledging it and Rachel one thing that I just love because I think about it in my life so much is instead of looking at things why did this happen to me 
you look at it from a place of how did this happen for me right and so I mean it was huge I mean we did IVF for our girls and I had a there's this whole rise conference of women now we have like a private Facebook page and a girl was talking about how she just doesn't know how to do the IVF and what are your best advice and steps and I told her that you know my best advice for you is to not look at it because I remember going through it and thinking this is so unfair why do we have to pay to have a baby why do we right. why doesn't this work but now I look at it I'm like think about it why did this happen for why you because I wouldn't have my babies if this wasn't my absolutely story absolutely and it and it's and it's how did this shape me and make me stronger exactly. and how right. did I did I grow and evolve through this and right and, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's certainly, you know, having a compassionate heart, too, yeah. to be able to help others going through the same thing. Exactly. How do you help them? Oh. How do you use it for good as opposed to using it for something that was so challenging for you and thinking about that your whole life as a victim, but taking that as like a board for you, a sounding board for you to yeah. help spread good. Absolutely. And so that was the first day, so super, yes. super heavy. And then super heavy. That night I... The person I went with, she felt like she had strep throat, so we drove around to multiple urgent care so she finally could get in somewhere, so I was just waiting in the car for her, and I called Ryan, and this was kind of one of the processes of our steps, and I was like, today was emotional, all I've done is cry, I'm like crying on the phone, he's like, oh my gosh, like, what? How, how is this inspiring? Like, how is this helping you yeah, how are you? grow and develop? <laughs> exactly. And so, and I'm like, well, it's just going to help me get better. And, you know, we can always do better. And if we look at our circumstances and it was one of those moments, he's like, he said something and he's like, I'm like, when I come back, he's like, well, no, wait, I thought you were just going and then coming back. And that was it. Right. And that you're was like, I've seen it all there. there. And then you're going to come back and just go back to being mom, wife, realtor, mm, whatever yeah. you are, you're just going to come back and be those things. And it was in that moment. I mean, we had a pretty good conversation, but I was like, no, when I come back, I can want to grow as a couple and do more yeah. and be better together. Um, and then the next day, they talk about the first um, person who spoke was Dave Hollis. Yes, I love him. I love him too. And he has a book coming out, so I'm super excited about it because I think it's going to be great. I told Ryan he's reading it, he's listening to an audiobook, or I'm going to read it out loud in bed. Absolutely. Because we're reading it as a couple. <laughs> we're going to have a good time. And yeah. also, if you guys don't, um, Rachel Hollis has a Rise podcast, but she and her husband Dave have a Rise Together yeah. podcast that Todd so and I good. both listen to, and it's amazing. It so, is. oh, I can't wait to hear about this. So, Dave comes on stage, and he talks about the first time that Rachel went to this conference. And it honestly was like, as I'm listening to him, I'm like, this is my conversation with Ryan last night. She went to, like, like, Tony Robbins, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she went to, the, uh, and he didn't tell us who it was, but, yeah, he's like, she goes, she comes back, she's fired up. I'm like, she's who like, are drank you? Kool-Aid, joined yeah. the cult. Like, Literally, yeah. that's what he felt like. He's like, and I, I mean, I remember getting out of bed and doing these things, but it was really just through her doing what she knew she needed to do to be better and leading by example. I started to join her. He's like, but what you really have to do is go home and get comfortable with the idea of making people uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And it's not even that you're, they have you write this letter, dear whoever, you know, this is my dream that I'm working to achieve. It doesn't mean I still won't be a great mom and wife and realtor. I can't do any of these other things. It just means that I'm going to focus and provide time for myself. So yeah. that was a great conversation because the first night we got back, Ryan wasn't like super receptive to it. And I then was like, it's okay that you're uncomfortable right. with me right now. 
because this is just what I'm going to do and you'll start to see that it's working and if you don't like it you'll get on and like you will like it trust me I'm like it's gonna be good because it doesn't make me love you less or change the way I feel about you it's just something I want to do for myself to be better well, and also it makes some, makes people makes them realize probably like wow like that's a that's an option for me because yeah. it's so easy to get stuck in our in our spot okay. and I remember feeling like that with Todd like what you're doing these things because he went to a lot of personal growth conferences or speakers anyways yeah. at um, the conferences he went to and I was like you're doing all these things and I kind of felt left behind and right. sort of. Um, resentful but how I love it I think it was and maybe in her book or something but she explained it how you um, I didn't go back and you know be all judgy like looking look at me over here getting all personally developed and yeah. you're over there you know drinking your beer with your beer gut and I'm over here getting toned like so it's not yeah judge judgment no. piece. it's just it's so hard to forge your way exactly and continue on your passive tell me about that well it's been it's kind of amazing so little by little you know actually one day ryan walked in because i had to do a coaching call with todd when you guys were um on your trip and okay. so i was sitting at my parents kitchen table it's such a random place i'm having a coaching call <laughs> and ryan walks in and he like he's like what are you doing i'm like coaching with todd like mouth it to him and he's like okay so when i get done He's like, you are so fired up. I'm like, I am. I'm like, it's exciting. I'm like, I feel like I'm like back to my old self. And he's like, well, where have you been? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I've been, I had babies, you know, we've been busy. I'm like, I just haven't been taking time for me. And he's like, well, and so I could see that he kind of like saw it again. And I was like, well, you, and that's what you need to do. Like, whatever your dream is, let's chase it down. I mean, if it requires, you get it, you want to become a head coach somewhere and it takes us away from Grand Junction, yeah. we'll do it. Like, I'll do whatever. We need to do as a couple to make it work. I don't want to leave Grand Junction, but if that's your dream and the right dream happens, we're going to do it. So right. I'm like, it's not just for me, it's for you. So a couple weeks later, we were camping with some of Ryan's friends, and the guys were giving me a hard time about this. Not Ryan, but his friend. Like, I don't understand this. Like, what does she have to make her qualified? So, you know, yeah. I'm sitting there defending it, and finally Ryan's like, honestly, it's like going to a football game. Like, you bought her the swag there because you support the football team. You know, we go to coaches' conferences, and it was like all of a sudden, Ryan got it, and I just loved it because he like stepped in and was like and defending me, and was like, "This is why she did it," and it was, and it was good for her, and I'm happy that she did it, and if she needs to do it again with another person or go to another Rachel Hall, yeah. I'll support her. So it was so cool because I watched him from like, "Why are you going to this stupid conference?" to him like seeing why I went exactly so cool. because he saw the the fire and you know, yes. how you're changing it and you're yeah. like wow you're still my the, my loving wife you're yes. still an awesome mom and kicking mm -hmm. ass at real estate and but now that like, that passion which is that spark is lit in yes. you and like um how how much joy it fills you with and yes and how that just overflows it's so true so so reentry how long have has it been since the conference to it's yeah. been so we got back uh, just about one month ago. Okay. Um, I know that from the start to, day, to start to day journal that I do with her every day. So Rachel oh. has the start to day journal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five things that you're grateful for every day because, I mean, when you look for little things that we're grateful for. Oh, my gosh. I mean, so simple. Like yeah. decorating my house with the color mustard and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dance parties. So whatever yes. it is that I want to do. But, um, and then her thing is the 10, 10, 1. 10 years from now, what do you picture your life as? 10 dreams and then one goal at a time. And so for me, my biggest one, and I'm still working on narrowing this in, but it's 
you know, coming from a corporate place where I was working eight to five plus whatever additional hours to running my own business that mm -hmm. is a lot of times outside of the eight to five, lots of times it's five to eight at night yeah. plus, you know, weekends, weekends and everything else. So how do I still have to dedicate time during the day to the basics of the business, um, but take care of myself first and carve that time out. But um, that's my first goal on there is that I control my calendar because that's going to really propel every single yeah. dream on there. 100%. And, you know, that's also giving myself grace in the fact I have a three-year-old that gets up three times a night right now because she's scared. I'm like, you're three. Let's sleep. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. This is not on my time blocking. Yeah, you need to go back to bed. You need to go back to bed. So it's giving myself grace and being in that. Because Rachel talks about that, you know, getting up an hour earlier every day. And I would love to do that. But sometimes with my babies, they're just not sleeping yet. And... If I get up an hour earlier, I'll sleep for two hours, and that's I can't function on two hours of sleep. Absolutely not. So it's giving myself grace to not be like, but you should be doing this because it's like, yeah, when the time is right in my life, I can do that. But I, I tell them I got to be mom to her who's scared at night. So right. When I tell people when they're out trying to add time, you know, just to start with like get up ten minutes or fifteen minutes. Right. Early. It doesn't have to be a whole hour. Hour. Right. And a half. Exactly. Um, Work up to it. So this is awesome. I'm so excited mm -hmm. for you. And it's like kind of gets lights up fire in me too as I'm trying to get back into the swing of things with mm -hmm. school and a house remodel. What advice would you give to other women who are sitting there like t telling themselves those same limiting beliefs? Mm -hmm. I, I can't go. I don't have time. I don't have the, the money. I don't ha um, have the r right. Right, you know? yeah. You know what I would say is, and I literally... It just hit me last week. I'm like, I should make a t-shirt because I should wear this shirt around. But guilt is like a huge thing that we as moms have. And it's like really no one else feels that but us. Yeah. We do it to ourselves. So what I've done is I've literally just cut the guilt. I focus on what I'm doing one thing at a time. And then I move on to the next so I can be present at each moment because each part of the day is important. Yeah. But I've literally just like cut the guilt out. And I can't even tell you I no longer have those butterflies in your stomach that are, I should be with my kids, I should be doing these things. It's like, I will be, but at this moment I gotta do this. Exactly. So, cut the guilt out. For them, mm -hmm. not in spite of spending time with them. Exactly, I'm doing it for them so that I can be better when I'm with them, because my I'm overflowing versus running on empty where I'm short and annoyed and frustrated, so. Right, which absolutely happens because mm -hmm. we put it all on us uh, and yeah. just don't fill us, ourselves back up. Exactly. Well, thank you so sure. much uh, for telling us or talking to me about this. This is awesome. I hope you guys found it as exciting and inspiring as I did. And the Rise Together pod, or the Rise, the Rise Conference mm -hmm. is um, an annual thing, right? It's annual, yep. So she has one in January this year um, in Florida. She actually has four this year. She's going Florida, she's going to Toronto, she's going to London, and she's going to California. Oh, we should do London. I would absolutely be up for that trio. <laughs> so I highly encourage you guys to check out the Rise Conference. I know that those tickets sell out really fast. So see when that opens up, we'll look into London and let us know if you'd like to join us. <laughs> but I did actually go to my first uh, personal growth conference myself last September. It was uh, Brennan Burchard. And it was about a thousand people, I think. And then I went to another one um, in Austin that was like a hundred women. So two totally different experiences. But just continuing to seek out those opportunities and surrounding yourself with like-minded women who lift you up and support you. It's so easy just to, um, you know, as women, just look at others with, um, with envy or sometimes judgment. And this is, it's 
one of the most empowering things that I've that I discovered when I was there that gosh like I am not giving myself enough credit and I'm giving other people way too much credit and I can absolutely help lift someone else up so I appreciate you being here lifting me up today and I can't wait to see what the next few months and London holds in store for you guys. <laughs> Until next time, you guys have a blessed day and be disciplined.